Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook. Um, good Stories of Good Story, World of Ink. And every time I hear that intro, I know I'm getting a new one. I know, I know it's probably new to some, but I cannot take it anymore. I have to have a new one. And uh, But it's very informative, as they say. And I wrote it, uh, you know, but I just I need a new one because it's just, you know, we are doing a lot of different new things. And we got a great show today. And um all the, they're Ink Spell authors with Melissa Kier, and she's been on several times. In the past, she hasn't been on for a while. I don't know, time flies, I guess. That's what they say. But we'll go back to that in a minute. Let's see. The one thing that's new is I put something out the other day because I know that people are really loving all the TV shows, and um, I love some of the shows. So what we're going to do, well, not we, it's me. Uh, I haven't even told Virginia that, but I'm starting a new thing where <laughs> I'm going to do, people can, you know, I'm going to have people come on the show that love certain shows like, you know, uh, This Is Us or, you know, uh, Big Little Lies or uh, Homeland. And we're just going to talk about the shows and the writing and the characters because I think more than before, there's some really good shows on with really good writing. And so, and I think so many people enjoy it. And after the shows are over, we all want to talk about it with somebody. And probably most of our husbands aren't listening to some of the shows that we watch or, you know, or some of our friends. But it, it will be fun. So I think I'm going to start it. I wanted to start it in May, but I think people are saying start it, start it. So I might start it, you know. And if anybody would like to come on any of the shows, just you can go on my Facebook page, Marsha Casper Cook or World of Ink, and just, you know, let me know or call me. But um, uh, anybody's welcome to come on. You don't have to be an author. This is just going to be fun, and we're just going to have good discussions and um It'll be. I, I'm. I'm looking forward to that because I think it'll be a, a way to get other people involved in writing and hearing about the characters because we all have our favorites. Okay, enough about that. So I think right now, and then next week there will not be a show, and the week after that uh, I have a couple shows coming up, uh, regular shows which I'll get to later. But uh, let's introduce. Uh, let me have Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you, Marsha? I'm so happy to have you on. It's been so it's been a while, so I'm really happy that you came on and you brought a lot of your authors, um, a few of them, and uh, so I think we're going to have a good time tonight. So, do you want to say who you I are? I think it'll be a blast. It's going to be fun. Yeah, who my name you? is Melissa. Tell everybody who's good. Okay, all right. All right. Well, and, why don't I start? My name is Melissa yeah. Kier, and I write my own uh, small town romance. Uh, series and write about some hot cowboy westerns and in addition which I don't broadcast very much is I am the owner of Ink Spell Publishing where I help some wonderful people get a chance at their dreams and so I have brought some of my fabulous authors on tonight so we can talk about some of the books that they have coming up. It's great. It'll be fun, you know, because, you know, and and you don't really talk about it because there was a while that I knew you and I didn't even know you had, you know, ink spell author. So I'm so glad you brought them on. So um, should we, let's see, do you want to pick somebody to go first or, you know, all right, I'll tell you who. Sure, why don't we start with Wendy? Wendy. Okay. She's out in Wendy, the middle of the Wendy, woods. I'll and... give them their names. I'll give the names out so they'll all know who it is. All right, KG Fletcher's here, Kelly, Susan Vaughn. Hello. Okay, and Wendy. 
Yes. Okay. I'm Wendy and Wendy Catch. It's the hardest it's, name yeah. to pronounce. That's why I didn't pronounce it. I, I do that a lot <laughs> because I can't pronounce some people. I don't want to sound like I'm an idiot. So oh, I just go, yeah. okay, <laughs> because there's not too many other Wendy's on the show. So it'll work out. It's perfect, yeah, okay. So and, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. And so do you want to go first, Wendy, maybe? How's that? Sure, sure. I can go first. Um, my name is Wendy DeKetch, and I write young adult fiction. I also write women's fiction and adult contemporary romance under a pen name. Um, I write young adult under my actual name. Um, my seventh book is coming out in May, and that book's coming out with Ink Spell. It's a young adult book um, called The Bodyguard. And I'm really excited about this one because um, it's something close to my heart. It's uh, sort of a take on the Wonder Woman Amazon legend, um, but sort of a what if uh, Wonder Woman's great-granddaughter, what would she be like? Um, so I'm excited to, to be here and excited to talk about books. Well, this is great. Okay, so, and, you you know, uh, I didn't know, I thought there were two, another guest with you. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> no, no. I should know better because I should know. I have, like, a lot of names. I go back and forth. Nobody knows what, you know, that's why I go back from Marsha Casper Cook to I was uh, Madison Montgomery, then I, uh, Max Irving, and then uh, Lady Jane Sinclair. So I, I actually I'm not sure who I am anymore, but I put them under because when you I write children's too, so that was a problem yeah. for me. So I should have thought about that, that my, but then I did figure it out. Yeah, okay. and I teach I teach writing classes to children as well, and so I wanted to keep it separate. I don't my pen name isn't a secret identity or something. Uh, and no, I don't right, it's true because it is. But. I know people get very standoff. They honestly they do, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, I, I don't know, it has nothing to do if you write sexy or the type of person you are. I mean, I don't get that, but that's what happens when mm-hmm. you're also, you know, involved with children, and it's just kind yeah. of closed, uh, you know. It's kind of hard, though. I mean, it has nothing to do with anything else. It's just right, a different form right. of writing, and, you know, but people get very yeah. upset about that. I, I wouldn't want my young readers to pick up one of my Abigail Drake books and think it was age-appropriate mm-hmm. for them. So I know, I, I know, that, I know, I know. This is this is a true thing. I know it's very difficult. Um, okay, Susan. Yes. Hello. Okay. There you go. Right. I'm very excited to talk to Wendy and Kelly and Melissa. You know, on <laughs> over the phone. It's nice. <laughs> It will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about yourself. Yes. So I write contemporary (laughs) romance mostly. I have like one um, young adult and a few uh, suspense romances. But um, I'm also a hairdresser. I've done hair for over 10 years. And I'm finishing my teaching degree and raising my three kids. Well, that's quite a bit. Can can we talk hair? Can we talk a little hair later? Absolutely. We should. Oh, my God. I've been putting all all these style. I know. I'm putting, like, a lot of hair design and style. I think it's so much fun with Pinterest and all of that. It really is. Oh, yes. It really is. I love it. Kelly, it's your turn. (laughs) Hey, Marsha. Hello. (laughs) Coming to you from hot Atlanta, Georgia. All right. And uh, I write uh, spicy romantic suspense novels. And my first novel, Unexpected, came out this past December. And my second novel, called Love Song, is going to be releasing next Thursday. Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Very exciting. You know, see, that's that's the thing. It is so exciting. And, you know, uh, we're all, you know, well, the good thing is, is that you know, if you want to share things, I, I just want to bring this up. People, yeah. anybody, well, I hope people are listening, which hopefully they are. And we do a lot of, you know, people go into the archives. I think one of the things is we would all appreciate one thing: sharing it, that because the likes. Yeah, it's really nice that people like things, but if they don't share it, it doesn't get around as much. It's so yeah. much better if they well, share it, but they I don't think people get that sometimes. They think if they like it, it might, you know, other people will see it, but they don't see what's on your page. Well, mm-hmm. that's one of the it's things true. I love about Ink Spell Publishing. Yes. Is this mm-hmm. this group of authors? Yep. I mean, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without mm-hmm. their 
help and their expertise. And, I mean, I always go into our, our closed group page and ask questions. And yeah. there's always somebody that has this fantastic answer that I would have never come up with. And it's just it's so awesome to be yeah. a part of this family. I mean, I just yeah. have to throw that out there. So It is Agreed. good to be enough. And I want to just say That's to the audience the what we're we doing tonight, I wanted family. to add something about one thing. Uh, what we're going to do tonight is uh, I'm not only the only one going to ask questions. Uh, everybody can ask questions. So those that are listening um, – that's what I opened. The, it's more of like a discussion, so everybody can talk to each other if you know they want. Okay, just so they know. So I'll just leave now. Cool. I can go now, right? Can I leave? That's it. <laughs> yeah. I just I I'll just sit here and gap. <laughs> right. This is Wendy. I wanted to say that Melissa has been wonderful to work with. Uh-huh. She responds immediately anytime we have a question mm-hmm. or a problem. Yep. She's super yep. flexible, very friendly and mm-hmm. warm. And um, as Kelly has said. Um, she's created a really nice family of writers, and we call each other the Ink Spell Sisters sometimes. That's um, nice. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, and often we'll do book signings and things like that together. And I've met with a few of our, our Ink Spell people at different book signings, and it's always been kind of like we've known each other for so long because of knowing each other through Ink Spell. So it's a great, great yeah. community. Nope. See, it, it does matter. It does matter that, you know, you have some, because, you know, no matter how long, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time and I've been writing for a long time, but you still learn different things from other people. And I think the yeah. problem is, is when people think they don't have to learn anything. You know, I mean, every time I have a guest on, I, I actually have a piece of paper and pencil pen here because I do take notes a lot of times of things, you know, uh, because you just, some things I know, you know, or Melissa will know, you know, everybody. So it's like, it's very mm-hmm. good that that you can talk to each other because that's really important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, well, Melissa's very giving. That... Melissa's giving, very giving. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. And that's one of the things that we do. I, I really have made this a very a thought process of trying to create that family so we do have this group that we get, you know, along in, and so we can share information. I post information about mm-hmm. um, resources that the girls can use or, or that the authors can use to help publish their books, to help promote their books, and then mm-hmm. even each other. They're just, they put out there, hey, I've got a release coming next week. Can you share? And I, I, there must be 15 people who always respond who say, yep, no problem. Yeah, yeah that, that's really important. And, you know, I, I see this, you know, it – when I started doing shows, I actually responded to an ad on Facebook, and I figured, well, you know, they said you want to read like a few minutes on a show, and I went I'm like, all right, I, you know, I really didn't want to do any shows, and I did that, and you know, and then I met a lot of different people from all over, and I think, but what has happened now is it, people don't share as much. They're just, I don't know what happened to all of these people, but they're not doing that, and I think that. You know, when you see now, like I know I myself have to put money in Facebook ads for really for people to, even though I know a lot of people and I have a lot of different guests on my shows, they don't seem to share. So, you know, if anybody wants anything, you know, shared, all they have to do is go on my Facebook page and ask me, you know, and I'll share it because Mm -hmm. I think people don't understand that everybody doesn't see everything. They really, right. that's the thing. They don't see it. And I, I, Melissa, you've been in this for a while. You know this. It was very different before. I think when you put something out, a lot of people saw it. But, you know, but sometimes they don't see it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and promotions they, change. Yeah. Now, what works yeah. today isn't going to work tomorrow, and it may not work for every book. So what we right. try and do is provide people with a variety of things. One of the things that I really enjoy is, is that K.G. Kelly she does something really unique when she talks about promoting her books. I mean, she has this um, talent that I wish I had in that she's a great singer. And so she all incorporates all some of that. That's, what, that's yes, a good thing. I, I, what do you do? I've been yeah, what do you do? How do you, what do you do? Songs? I've been, I've been dubbed the singing author in my community. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a backup singer in a national tour. And so um, I had the grand idea that when my first book came out that I was going to have this elaborate book release party, and it turned into my own cabaret act. 
Oh, oh that's so God. fun. <laughs> that's fun. It was, it was fabulous. And um, so now I've, I've really kind of, um, I've, I've got a promo video on my website now for my cabaret act that incorporates a lot of this writing journey and a, a lot of um, romantic spicy songs. And it's just, it's so much fun to be doing something that I love um, and incorporating it into this writing career as well. So, yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's really great. That is. So do you, put, mm-hmm. you make YouTubes? Do you make YouTubes also or just how do you do uh, no, that? No, I, do do? I, don't, I don't do that. I mean, I'm, I'm, used, I'm on the road with a, a, a national tour, and I always let the Ink Spell girls know if I'm going to be, you know, up north or out west, because I want to meet you guys someday. I want you to, like, <laughs> show up on stage, and we, like, yeah. scream and wrap our arms around each other. <laughs> that actually <laughs> happened when I met Kim, Kim Briggs. I met one of our authors in Abaconi oh. in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, and we were screaming and hugging each other. So it's exactly like that, Kelly. <laughs> oh, I, I well, I think wait. it is fun. I, I think it would be wait. fun. You know, we're all over the place. I mean, uh, you know... I, there's very few people that I know, you know, that I've ever had on my show from Chicago. They're always from other places. So, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I mean, I've had people from Australia, from England, from Israel, all over, you know, and all over the United States. And it, it is nice, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why some people really like to go to conferences. I just haven't found a conference, you know, that I think I want to go to. I mean, I know that it, that's a good thing to see the, you know, people that you know, you know, for years. But mm-hmm. so is anybody planning to go to any of the conferences or lately? Um, new? This is Wendy, and I'm going to okay. Pen Writers in May. Um, Pen Writers is a, a Pennsylvania conference, obviously, but it alternates between <coughs> being in Pittsburgh and being in Lancaster every other year. And um, someone dubbed it the best small conference you can go to in the Really? State. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh. and I the reason I like it is because it's small enough that you can get to know people, but it's large enough that you have quite a bit of um, big names coming in as far as speakers are concerned. Um, I can't remember. The, the keynote speaker this year is Chuck, and I think it's Sam Buccino. I'm I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but he writes the um, guide to um, editors and agents you know, the giant uh, yeah. guide that they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so he's going to be a really interesting keynote speaker. And they have lots of agents and editors, and they also do workshops. So I, I like it because it's not just romance. It's different genres. So you get exposed to lots of different things. And what's it called again? What's it called? Pen Writers. What? P-E-N-N. Pen Writers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Penwriters.org. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Marsha, I'm planning on going to uh, Moonlight and Magnolias conference. <laughs> oh, <Georgia>. nice! <laughs> um, now, who who just said that? Who just said that? Who said that one? It's Kelly. Moonlight. It's Kelly. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Moonlight and Ma- where where's that one? It's in Atlanta. It's it's part of the uh-huh. Georgia Romance Writers Association. It's their annual conference that's held um, in September. So. Um, and I'm trying. I I sent them my my cabaret promo video, and I and wrote them and said, wouldn't this be a nice little like warm up for the keynote speaker? <laughs> we could have we could have a sing along, you know. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I know, but sometimes sometimes people get very very serious. So, you know, yeah. which is, you know, I mean, but I, I actually, actually, I was saying this today in my office. I was saying, you know, it's really too, people don't know how to have fun anymore. They're, they're too serious, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. I, it's really good to have a good time, you know, and not be <laughs> yeah. so serious, you know. I mean, um, maybe it stems from that's what I did when I was in school, so I guess it carried through, you know, which is not good <laughs> for the teachers. I'm sure, Melissa, you wouldn't wanted me in your class I, you know but it's you know it, it's true but you know I do think people get really serious you know even that's why I did when I did this show when I first did the show seven years ago I, the person that uh, started uh, Red River Writers and they're still doing shows not April the one that started it but um, Delaney oh she has a, still Red River and you know 
I always remember, like, during her show, she would, like, answer her door. Her dog would bark. I thought, oh, this is really great because she's so, like, loose about this. I think I think this is good. Then I'll do it because I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people when they come on shows, they are kind of nervous because you don't know what the host is going to ask you. And, you don't, you know, and sometimes people ask questions that you have no idea what they're talking about. So you don't want to act like you're dumb, but you answer it <laughs> and maybe not in the same way they were thinking because they, you know, and I do think writers, they need to, like, express themselves and have a good time, you know, because I think mm-hmm. um, we we all get stressed. You know, when we're writing, you know, everybody's their own worst enemy sometimes because they're going, like, who's going to read this or, you know, or I could do it mm-hmm. better. You know, we're very critical. I think we, I don't know about you guys, but I'm critical on myself much Absolutely. more than I, I think should. That's, that's part and parcel from yeah. the writer experience. Does that come with the territory? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why one of the the reasons I'm going to have that show, because it would be interesting to hear what people say about, you know, um, some of the TV shows and movies that are out, you know, what people really think of the characters, because people now are really involved in characters much more than they ever were. And, you know, Mm -hmm. due to Twitter and everything else, you can, you know, they have after the show chat. You know, on a lot of the shows, which I haven't really oh, been yeah. to, but yeah, has anybody been to those where they where they're talking? Oh, I follow um, This Is Us and yes. Outlander. <laughs> this is us. Well, maybe <laughs> you want to come. Who just said that? Who oh. said that was? Kelly. Kelly. When I have oh, This Is goodness. Us show, because we're going to have a show for about This Is Us, because um, that's one of the things that I put out there, because people really love it. And we're going to just oh, talk yeah. about it, because they're really, yeah. really good characters on that show. You know, well, the, and, the uh, producers of This Is Us, they're, they're, remember 30-something? That show 30-something? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Ken it's Olin. The, yeah, Ken, the, Ken Olin yeah. and those people are on, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, the same right. mm-hmm. writers and producers, I think. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. Re- uh, resonating. <laughs> well, because they really go to the heart of issues, you know, and I, I think in a lot yes. of the issues people relate, and I think that's, you know, that's really a good thing, you know, and that's what I think the popularity of that show is because people relate to it, you know, in some way or another. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're, like, if people have siblings and, you know, when you're at a family dinner, you start treating your sisters or brothers, whatever, the same way you did when you were, like, five, you know, because <laughs> you, see them, you see them that way, you know. Mm-hmm. You, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, it's like you're still mad at the same things you were mad at. We're five. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think oh, that was, that's, that's what, that's what me, this show is. What? Marsha, what does that say for me, though, if my favorite show is Criminal Minds? <laughs> Not much. I love that Not that much. <laughs> well, because we all have dreams. We have dreams and thoughts, right? That's what, what, what we so I'm, I'm going to go out and survive serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of horror writers on and shows, and I stopped saying horror writers because uh, Elizabeth Black does shows with us now, World of Ink. But the thing about when you say horror writers, people go, like, oh, my God, I don't, I, I don't like those kind of books. But that's really thrillers. I think it's like a dark thriller uh, horror yes. movie, you know, and mm-hmm. – um, uh, to me, once you say horror, then you go like, "Oh, people don't want to listen." But it's really the same as a very dark, dark story. I mm-hmm. think, which is and why Criminal Minds and all those shows do well. Right, people are naturally drawn to that as well. Um, I teach a class at a local library on speculative fiction, and we discuss. It's with children who are ages eleven to sixteen, and we discuss sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. And those kids love horror. <laughs> yeah, I know they do. They I know they do. And some of it is so, gentle. It's like Goosebumps and R.L. Stein and stuff like that that they're into the younger kids. Um, but they love to read it. They love to write it. Right. So what do they ask you? Do they ask you? What do they say? They just want well, to talk about it. We took, it's a writing class. Right, so, so they, oh, they um, write I it. Usually give oh. yeah. I usually give them prompts, which are either a picture or a short you know, start to a story or something like that, and they, they randomly have to pick the prompts, so they have to uh, work with what they're dealt, basically. 
And um, they love it. They love coming up with these scary stories. And we talk about building suspense and to see who can scare the rest of the class with their story. And, um, <laughs> they really enjoy it. They enjoy that genre. Mm-hmm. I, think they, I, I think that's because true. They're, so, yes. they're so much into having power over everything else around them. I mean, be finding mm-hmm. themselves being more independent that by having, you know, a killer or somebody like that come into that and they can solve it and be the hero, yes. it really does set it up. Which is probably why it sounds so interesting. I mean, it sounds so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking already, I'm thinking maybe we should have shows like this. I'm thinking you Because, you know, because, you know, there's so, so many people out there that like to, you know, get involved in things, you know, and I, I think – because of you know because of Twitter and Facebook and all this, there are more people involved in things that never were before. You know, I mean, um, mm-hmm. I, I always wonder. You know, everybody has their phones, so whenever people are out, they're always on their phones. You don't know what they're doing. You know, and and mm-hmm. it's kind of like people are either. Re- you know, I never thought I would even be able to read on my phone, but I do now. It's like I'm thinking. Why not? You know, if you're sitting having a cup of coffee, why not? You know, and people do things. That's it's so much, you know, more than you know, promoting now. It's more than like getting to know people and see different things. I have, like, I'm sure that everybody gets tons of emails about this way to market, that way to do this, and you know, you put them in like a file, but you don't even go to them sometimes because there's so much out there, and our minds Mm -hmm. get confused. You know. And what to do sometimes, right. I think so. You know, and sometimes I just go, oh, forget it. You know, I'm just, like, getting rid of everything. and <laughs> just delete everything. I can't even look <laughs> at it. It's too much, right. you know. It's overwhelming. When, I don't know about anybody else, but I sign up yes. for things. I sign up for different um, sites. And then when, as soon as I sign up, they go, like, this email address has been used. I've already done it. You know, I think I've been doing this too long, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sign up for workshops and then get so behind on them. Uh, online workshops that I never catch up. Um, but I think the the key with marketing is to do what, what you feel comfortable with and what works for you and mm-hmm. trying to find that. Like what Kelly said about being a, a cabaret singer. And sometimes you, you're able to find it because you plan it out and sometimes you find it completely by accident. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, Anybody I have- I read an article recently about like when when do you post on Facebook? What are the best times? And I and I finally yeah. threw my hands up in the air, and I'm like, you know what? The best time is when I feel like it. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's true, Melissa. Yeah. I have yeah. met a lot of people online late at night. There's a lot of people that go late at night. They're out oh, yeah. late at night. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. that's the only time they can do it. Because mm-hmm. I think and people, when people, people are looking people for only answers. Offer. Mm-hmm. People want no, yeah, um, uh, an answer that fits everybody, but really what you're hearing are just other people's opinions, and yeah. most of yeah. that won't work for, for you. So you have to kind of listen to it, see what you can take away from it, um, but not get overwhelmed by the volume of it. I, that's right. right. Well, and, and I love to follow, um, I follow so many authors and just watch what they're doing and see what's working and cheer them on mm-hmm. when things are working. I mean, I think that it's okay to celebrate um, other people's success, you know? Yeah. yeah. So many people so. Are, are so inward. I know. And, you know, me, 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 me. And it's like, mm. why does it have to be that way? Why can't we all just support each other and in all of our successes, you know? I totally mm-hmm. agree. I agree because I think that one of the problems is, you know, what – what works for one, like you said, doesn't work for someone else. And I've decided that everybody's looking for the answer, but honestly, there isn't an answer. It, there is not mm-hmm. one answer. And I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of webinars, you know. Uh, I mean, I, you know, we, like you're saying, workshops, webinars. I think that some of them are really good, though. You know, you learn new things, you know, and but it you might not work do. for you. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes if you're very busy, you get overwhelmed. I'll tell you something funny that happened to me. Um, I wasn't really looking at this as a way to market my books, but um, my husband is from Istanbul, and my nieces still live there, and they were quite small, and they came to visit, and he had a puppy at the time. So I started writing um, a little story for them every day on Facebook. I made a Facebook page for my dog. His name is Capone. <laughs> and I just wrote a little story every day for my nieces. 
it wasn't for anybody else. I just opened this page and put a little picture of the puppy and said what ridiculous thing he'd done to me that day. Um, and the girls would read it, and they'd, they'd say thank you, and they'd call me and talk about it. But um, I started noticing other people reading it. You know, a few of my friends or whatever saw it, and then, then more people and more people and more people. And now I have about 10,000 people a week who view oh my God, the really? Wonder Dog. Yeah, and this is not <laughs> something I planned at all. Well, I, I think yeah. that's really something out. That's good because, you know, I – I, and I have a, a story called Grand Central Station, and there was a, there's a dog that talks in it, you know, and so because I kind of oh. believe people do talk to dogs. So I have <laughs> now my – I'm cha- doing another one of my screenplays as a, nov- as a novella, and but this time I added a dog because, you know, for me – for me, it is so much easier to write for dogs. than I don't even have a dog now. I did when I was little. But for me, I can write for a dog better than anybody, than I can write a character in some ways because they can say whatever they want. I right. think. Right. But it's it has to happen kind of orga- it has to happen organically. Like if I had set out and said, I want to start a Facebook page for my dog that will develop my reader base and make me well-known, you know, as a writer or whatever in our area. And I it never would have done it. It would have seemed completely ridiculous. But right. I just started this just for my nieces, and now it's become quite a, a thing where if I don't post every well, how day... Do they, how do people I, find that? How do people find that page? Where is it? On your blog? Or? It's a Facebook page. It's called Capone the Wonder Dog. Um, and he's a black lab. <laughs> he's just, he's ridiculous. But, you know, it even gets to the point where I was in the grocery store the other day and the cashier turned to me and said, oh, my God, you're the dog lady. And I'm like, how, how would you know that? Because I don't have my picture. I don't put any pictures of myself on uh-huh. the blog. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have the most famous Labrador in Beaver County, Pennsylvania. But um, yeah, but see that's a, see that's a good thing. I have like I have a lot of different pages too. You know, I think that sometimes you know, going out of the box is not a bad thing. I I sometimes mm-hmm. am way out of the box. So it's like, and you know, you really can't ask people uh, about something because they if they say you know what are you going to do that for, then you then you won't do it. You know, like I know in my book that the. You know, the, my editor would always say, you know, well, do you want the dog to talk? I go, yeah, I do, you know, and I didn't have him talk as much. Her, and then I was sorry because people really like the dog. So now oh, yeah. the dog is taking a more, the new dog I have is taking an act. I have another name because it's another story, a different dog. But, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I put it on my Facebook page so people would get to know the dog and look at, see what the dog looks like. And then I yes. all of a sudden people started coming in, and I'm thinking like, oh my god, yeah, no, everything yeah. else I do they don't care about, but the dog they like. But you, you know? so you have to think of is, what you like, you know, what your yeah, hobbies I are, like what Kelly did, and what what uh-huh. you're passionate about, and something that's not anything to do with your writing, and it right. has mm-hmm. to be yeah. kind of a soft sell. It has to be. Yeah. I don't talk about my books all the time. When I have a release or something like that, I'll put a picture of the dog you know, sitting next to one of my books and say, oh, oh. she has a release day again and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, you know, I don't shove it down people's throats. The page is about the dog. They all know I'm a writer. They all know what my website is. They all know where to reach me, but I'm not, you know, shoving it down their throats. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that actually that's a good idea, you know, because, you know, but the thing about Facebook is, you know, people, like I, because I have a lot of pages, dif- different people come into different pages. So I kind of like that yes. because I do it separate. But it is a lot of work, which sometimes I get crazy, and I think I put it on one page and I didn't do another. And I know I can't do just one page because if I do different things, I try to put it on. But it, it does get bad. But, I, you know, for me, for I think for with children's books, like we were talking before, it's hard when you're doing different genres and different things to keep up, you know, mm-hmm. with all of the things that if you, unless you're like a person that likes to do 100 things, which is me. You know, I'm not satisfied <laughs> with one, you know. <laughs> but I do think you've got to try stuff because you don't really know and you have to have a good time doing it. So that's right. like the motto now that I'm just following because I, I am not like anybody else and none of us are, you know. Mm-mm. You know, is, one of the things, Marsha, that you said that really resonates is the fact that our genres are much more blended these days, too. Yeah. So yeah, we're not yeah. 
pigeonholing ourselves where we can only write. I mean, when you think back to the 80s that were very popular during the romance cycle, every time an author came out with a new type of genre, their name changed. And so maybe, you know, she was Nora Roberts for here. Right. She was J.D. Robb for here. And now we're writing so many different genres where, you know, the the story can be suspenseful, but it can be also still a romantic comedy. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. you can have a murder mystery going on. And what's funny is because I take these wonderful stories that these people have written and I try and find these categories for them. And I'm like, yeah. is this young adult? Is this new adult? Yeah. Is this paranormal? Is this- right, because you, you, know, you know why this be- – right, and you know what makes it so hard is Amazon because they only give you some different certain genres. And it wasn't – now it's hard to figure out where, where to put a genre – that fits sometimes because if it fits in a couple, you don't, you know, you don't know where to put it. And because everybody does think of, we don't know how people are going in. If they want a love story, they want a romance story, they call it, you know, fiction. You don't really know. That's the problem is, and it has to be labeled, which is difficult for authors, I think, now. Well, and then what I love about this is that we have so many things. Yeah. You know, so if the sexy somebody... ones, how about the sexy one? All right, so where do you, like, the, you know, I think I have issues with trying to place it and putting words in the right, um, you know, category. So how do you, for sexy stories, is that what you say, sexy, or what, what do you say, any of everybody on here, does anybody have anything special they spicy. like? Spicy. Spicy. Spicy, yeah, I have spicy. Spicy, sizzling. Yeah. Sizzling, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's spice, hard. Um the Inkspell site does not take things that are very over the top. We do not, um, yeah. our, our branding is spicy or, you know, sexy, but it's not erotica. It's not yeah. BDSM. We haven't right. gone yeah. that way yet. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, because that's, you know, from what I've learned, it's very tough now to do in the BDSM market because Amazon is, is not, you know, I I don't write BDSM, but I've had people on. But I think that they were they had said that they don't push. Not that they don't push them, but they're like at the bottom sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and but some of the people that write that they they get they must have been on for a long time because they already have readers. You know, because they get oh, all tied think, up in Amazon thousands. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, Inkspell also sells a lot of young adult. And so right, yeah, to yeah. have both a young adult and to have BDSM yeah, it's too, right, no, on no, the same, no, it's, no, it's too no. much. So we had to make yep. a choice on where we were going to go. And mm-hmm. um, our young and adult that, has that always emphasis, been very popular. Yeah, the emphasis that Inkspell places on young adult is what actually drew me to Inkspell um, because I, I knew my books would be a good fit with the other books that were already being offered there. And yeah. I... Um, I have a friend, her name's Stephanie Keys, and she's, I believe she was the first person, Melissa, published by Inkspell. Was she one of the first? She was one of the first. I was her editor at that point. Yeah, I thought so. Um, but she had nothing but good things to say about Inkspell. And mm-hmm. so I had I had about 10 offers for my first book, and I went with Inkspell based on those things because both word of mouth and because also um, – I didn't hear anybody say anything bad about Inkspell. Right. And if you look mm-hmm. carefully enough, writers like to complain, especially in print. And so if you can't find something bad said about an editor or an agent or a publisher, yeah. Yeah. then you have a really good idea that um, they're, they're a good person to work with. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, and the other thing is sometimes people – you know, say bad things about people for no reason at all. And that's that's oh, a little yeah. bad. And that does sour, happen a lot. Sour grapes. A lot of it is sour grapes. They're books yes, it is. Absolutely. Whatever. And yeah. But the fact is, but people that are reading things, even in uh, reviews, you know, um, and, and the issue is, you know, a lot of times how sexy or, you know, is the book? If they just have sex in it, every book, I mean, you know, any any novel, just pick up a novel that's a thriller, mm-hmm. whatever, there, there's sex in it. So, I mean, that's <laughs> the problem is once you start putting yourself in that category, sometimes you lose people for no reason other than just mm-hmm. labeling it the wrong way. And that's right. that's hard, I think. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I emailed, if you just write a novel. Melissa, mm-hmm. I, I emailed Melissa about two weeks ago because I thought a mistake had happened on Kobo, you know, where you can buy books. Because um, yeah. I had, uh, yeah, a, I'm on Kobo now. Like, we could talk about that in a minute. I yeah. had, I had a <laughs> one star review that had no, no backup to it, and I'm like, well, somebody must have like hit it, and they left the site, and now it's there. And <laughs> Melissa, bless your heart, you you talked me <laughs> through it, and you reminded <laughs> me that there are those people out there that that do have sour grapes, or and and then you even told me about someone that was mad because you put a child in a story that they didn't think a child should be in that story or something like that. And I was like, right. really? Yep. People get, get yeah. bent out of shape for weird things. It, so I, they I do. don't know who they left do. that one yeah. star, but um, it really hurt my feelings. So if you're out there, shame on you. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what? That's the thing. Right. You know, um, I was an agent for years, and, you know, and I tried to get agents for years before that. And, you know, it's like, you know, when you get rejected or in that way, but when people, you know, maybe from a publisher, whatever, and it's not it's not maybe a rejection on your work. It's sometimes it's kind of they don't want that genre. They, you know, they're looking for something different. But when somebody or they have something does that, does that and writes something out, when they write something out for no reason, this is so not right. You know, I mean, there's something, I mean, that's a bad thing. And, you know, because, you know, it can hurt a writer and it, it's really, I don't know why people do that, but they do that. And they, they, there are a lot of people out there that like to do a one star, you know, just even not reading a book. I, I hear it yeah. all the time and it's terrible. I mean, but in in the reader, basically when someone's reading a book, they don't care sometimes who the publisher is. They, they're not. You know, it's not the same as all of us. We look at who published it, whatever. But when they're looking, they're just looking to read a book. They, that's it. They want to just enjoy a book, and they don't, you know, when someone really slashes that or makes up something, and I've had a lot of authors that have said that it's, it's terrible. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. this th- there should be a way to get some of the stuff off, but you can't sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. and, but you can um, never you can never respond. You can't respond to it. You can't. Um, just let it go. Like, just mm-hmm. <laughs> well, everybody wants to, and there are it. some people that have done that, and I myself did one um, because I wrote a Holocaust survivor story to life, and it was truly taken from her life, and it had nothing to do with me. I just I would go to her house, and she'd write, tell me everything, and I wrote it just the way she told it to me. And I've told mm-hmm. the story many times before, and somebody put a review. I mean, it's a nonfiction book. And it's her story. They didn't like that. She, she, they they were giving advice that she should have done something with the with a. She should have had her daughter at the wedding. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, what? I mean, this is I can't change it. <laughs> you know, and taking her life. Yeah, and you know, well, this was several years ago, and it's the book. It, People like it. It's you know, it's but it's her story. It I, there were a lot of things I would have changed in the book, but. It's her story, and That's I did it right. exactly as she wanted it. And so when then, then when people are writing something like, well, mm-hmm. why didn't she take her daughter to the wedding, and why did she do this, and she wasn't nice about this, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. So I did say something, and I, but I've never done that again. But I just felt like this mm-hmm. is not something I'm in control of. So I know you're, yeah. you're not supposed to do that, but you know sometimes well, you that's are a, that's tempted. That's a little different. You, that's a little different. Yeah, but sometimes you are <laughs> tempted, you know, because you know some people, you know, luckily I haven't had too much like that. But there are people that get really upset about that. I'm used to, you know, I've had rejections tons of them years ago, and I can handle it. But and certainly right. with a new writer, with a new writer, when someone does that. I mean, then yeah. don't even review the book. Don't talk about the book. Just forget you read it. You know what I mean? Just leave yeah. it alone. It's the best thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody have any questions they want to ask each other? Anything you want to know about each other or work? Okay. We'll just. Well, I think, Wendy, are you going to be at the Frankenmuth, Michigan this year? The yes, Once Upon I a am. Book? Okay. I so there's going to be a few people. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's going to be a couple of ink spell authors together um, at that um, 
I think the Lindy Ryan Once Upon a Book. Gonna be there. Yeah, Lindsay will mm-hmm. be there. And then uh, I don't know if Mark's coming or not. So not and where is that, that one? Which one is that? Let's say it again so people can hear it. Let's... Once Upon a Book. Okay. It is in Frankenmuth, Michigan, and it's really a family-centered type of uh, author signing, and they mm-hmm. even have a ball the night before. There's children wow. who are authors who are there. Oh, um, that's cute. You know, it's family-friendly. It's right there at the uh, Splash Park at the Frankenmuth Bavarian Village. So there's lots of fun things to do for your family and friends, and it really is a fun time. Um, yeah. and, and I, I don't believe love... it's in August. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, I think it's August 11th through 13th, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. There's so many of them. See, that's the thing, you know, is to know which ones to go to. That's, you know, um, that's what a lot of people, you know, they want to choose one that they would like to go to. Uh, I don't love flying, so I, I kind of want to pick one that I would like to go to, but I'm not sure, you know, because I do different genres, but, you know, Right. Uh, my children, you know, because it's just very, it is hard when you do different genres to decide what you're, you know, where you fit in these shows, mm-hmm. you know, because people are very close-minded because I see that. And I even see something now with my, I have a book called Guilty Pleasures, and it's just a, it's a mm-hmm. novella. But like audio books, I, you know, when we did, when she did, the um, the narrator did the first part of it, she, um had to change some of it, and and I really didn't use a lot of, you know, things that could be, you know, it wasn't that sexy. You know, it was sexy, but not, you know, I don't think it was that over the top or anything like that. But now I don't, all my other audio books are on, but this one I keep calling and they go, yeah, it's approved, but they haven't don't have it on, so I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's I guess it's mm. difficult, you know. I mean, I like audio books. Uh, how does anybody feel about the audio books? I mean, I enjoy listening. Some people don't. Well, yeah. I I actually was um, I was the voice behind uh, an audio book many years ago when I did voiceover work um, called Protecting Sharks and it was a suspense novel um, and I loved it I loved being yeah. a character but my background is theater so yeah. um, of course I love but I would absolutely die to have one of my books be an audio book and yeah. where I could play one of the characters of course so you know a, a, yeah. friend, a friend of mine a friend of mine just um published a book on how to create audiobooks her name's renee mason and Ooh. um she won the audi award last year it's a-u-d-i like it's like the grammys for audiobooks um oh, that's great. And her book she won in the erotica category i believe it was for her, her book called saving dr vincent but she wrote this really good book on creating an audio book and how to do it and um, what you should look out for and what you should watch out for. Um, so I'm very excited. And she's actually, I'm the president of uh, Three Rivers Romance Writers in Pittsburgh, and Renee's going to come and speak to our group um, at the oh, end of April. Fine. So I'm looking forward to learning about it from her. Well, the ACX, yeah. one of the, uh, Melissa, nice. Melissa, do you have any of the books on ACX? No, this is one of the nice things that I've done for my authors is is that they've retained their audio rights, so they are able to mm-hmm. oh, okay. decide if they want oh, okay. to put their then, book up okay. on audio themselves. Oh, okay. So ACX, then I'll talk about this for a minute. ACX is Audible's, and it's part of Amazon. And what you do with it is you put your book out on um, ACX, it's called ACX. You go in there, and it's as soon as you put your book name in, Amazon picks it up, and everything comes in there. And then you can do fifty-fifty, so you don't have to pay anything. So the narrators mm-hmm. pick it up if they lo- if you know you put it out there, or you can ask some of the narrators. There's thousands of them, I think, narrators. But um, you put your book out, and then somebody will, and Amazon takes care of everything. You don't talk. You mm-hmm. don't. No money passes through you or the other one. Um, and if you choose fifty-fifty, then um, you know the, they do the, the production of it. So and it works out good with my children's books. Um, it, the problem is children's books. Um, the parents would rather have their kids read the books. So the audio, I think right. it's still new and upcoming for that. But it's ACX and Am- Amazon. It's part of an Amazon company, but. 
it doesn't cost you money because it can cost a lot of money. And yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I think, yeah, and and audio books, you really, it's it's all about the breathing too. It it sounds like you could do this, but it's not easy to do because each breath matters. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it's uh, it's hard to do your own. You know, like you know, it, it is difficult to do your own. So you yeah. need somebody that, and and you know, some of the audio books, some of their voices are not great. And sometimes when I listen mm. to audibles, you know, if you don't like the voice of the person then mm-hmm. it it really ruins the book for the person. You know, I mean... And Marcia, you don't, you don't have the power to pick and choose. Like if you say, uh, I don't want this, this narrator... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you do. Yeah. Right you you cho- totally yeah, okay. choose them. You totally... What mm-hmm. happens is you, once you put the book out, you get people that audition for you, and you just say oh. no. You just or ignore it. Oh, yeah. No, it, nothing. They don't pick anything for you. Um, and that's all they do. And then they... That's if you don't want their voice... You just mm-hmm. you just don't ignore it or don't say anything, and when the right voice comes along, then you take it. Oh, you, that's yeah, great. there's no. Cool. Yeah, the only thing is I don't love about it, but it, you give it away for, uh, and for uh, several years on ACX. But I figured it's because it's audible, seven years. I, I would never tell anybody to do this years ago, but the, you know, I think audibles is. It's up and coming, so I think you know mm-hmm. I can see why it's going to take time. I think for this to be bigger than mm-hmm. it is, and they do talk about it a lot on TV, audibles. But mm-hmm. no, you mm-hmm. are truly you are, but you you do not have to say yes if you don't like their voice. Yeah, so I, do, I can't imagine listening to the erotica. Have, uh, <laughs> yeah, do any of you girls have audibles? No, no. no. Do, do you want to? Yes. See, I don't like audiobooks. I find it's very hard to have the male and female voice mm-hmm. coming from the same character. I agree. So I've listened to quite a few of totally. those where you have one character doing mm-hmm. a guy or a girl, and they're playing both yep. voices. And yeah. it becomes well, very you know, hard yeah, for I, me. I know. It could be bad. Uh, you know, my, my children's mm-hmm. books, you know, um, I picked people with um, – English accents, you know, because I think anything that English accent, anything they say sounds great. I don't know. It sounded good to me. And, you know, and when I yeah. first heard my book, and um, actually when I um, heard what my books, and I, it's almost, it's a really good experience because it's almost weird mm. to hear your book being read by somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. Um, then, like, I have a book called Love Changes, and um I, I put it out there a while ago, and I didn't even think about it. And then this guy comes in because I knew it probably. I I, I have other women doing the other ones, but uh, he came in, and my editor once said to me, "Put a man, ask for a man. You, you can ask what kind of narrator you want. There's a lot of different questions." And I then, so I heard his voice, and I went like, "Oh, this is good because this would have been so much." It's so much better with a man. It's not done yet, but then with a woman's voice. So I think it does matter. And I don't know, sometimes when you hear it, it works, you know, if it's just one, you know, one you get once you get used to the voice in the audio, yeah. I yeah. think the story works well. And I knew that, and I'm also having a woman do um, my um, Virginia Templeton stories. I changed the name so many times this way. I made it uh, Nothing Lasts Forever. And I really thought that book, would really sound much better in an audio, and it does. You know, it's something. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like you always have to hear it to know. But it's really you don't it doesn't you know it doesn't cost anything. So it's mm-hmm. kind of fun, and you know, and it may not be for everybody, but I do think it's not a bad thing to do for an extra uh, thing for your book. You know, an extra avenue yeah. for your book. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yep. I personally enjoy audiobooks. Um, I do too because I'm yeah. I'm usually I'm writing all day long and so whenever I have a chance it gives me a chance to listen to something as I'm cooking as I'm driving somewhere right. or yeah. as I'm waiting for my kids soccer or whatever and I can just wait be in that I, I think so too I really you enjoy know it. yeah mm-hmm. look into it it's ACX and it's you know it's yeah you don't you can pay the people but you don't have to because you know if you go for the fifty fifty then you don't pay anything. So, and I think, and they, mm-hmm. a lot of them are really good voices, you know, and some, as mm-hmm. soon as you hear the voice, you go, oh, no, this is not happening. <laughs> no, but no. Yeah. But, you know, and there's really a lot. And actually, I, you know, 
I the one my actually the girl um one of the my the audio that you hear at the beginning of the show that was from somebody that I had she did a book for me and she did it in an English accent it was wonderful and then she disappeared I this is really true and I couldn't find her anymore she want you know <laughs> she and she did the audio for here and she did a book you know a couple books and then I thought like and and we were talking on the phone she just disappeared so Amazon took care of you know ACX took care of it because mm-hmm. um, there's you, it's a contract you know so they couldn't oh. find her either I don't know what happened to her. So she disappeared. So now, you know, I, I did ask one of the people that are doing my books now, do you want to do, you know, uh, a commercial for me? But then I changed my mind because I didn't know what I wanted to say. But then you can find all kind of things on there where they're taking, you know, if you want like an audio or something or just a commercial or an ad or something. So I, it's a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something, it's yeah, something I think it's so. that great Yeah, because yeah. it gets to be expensive, though. I think if you do it on your own, oh, it's expensive. You know, oh, studio time is outrageous. Yeah, outrageous. yeah. So it's it's kind of fun, you know. So it's something different. All right, I, we're almost at the end of the show. This has been so fun and so informative. <laughs> I have all my little notes here, and I'm so happy to meet all of you. So I want at the end yeah. that everybody should say their websites. And um, yeah. seriously, before we get off the show, I'm just saying, send me any links that you have, and I'll put them out. You know, and I I hope that people that are listening you know, we'll share things more because I think it will help every author to have new new people, you know, seeing what they've written. You know, I think that just mm-hmm. would help so much. But, you know, so we'll try it that way. And um, let me know if you have new books or want to come on. And, Melissa, you have to come on. I know this has been way long, <laughs> you know. You know, because I don't book, I, you know, I just, I always add shows, too, you know, because I think it's just, I, I do still, after seven years, love it. A lot of people are out of it already. They don't like it. But I, I enjoy it because it's always fun. And, like, I didn't know your authors, so I'm so happy to meet them. And, all right, so everybody want to give their links? Okay. Um, okay, this is, right, this, is Wendy, this is Wendy, this is Wendy Dikech, W-E-N-D-E-D-I-K-E-C. It's WendyDeKetch.com and also AbigailDrake.com. I, I must say I like that name, Abigail Drake. <laughs> Sounds like Thank a name you. made up, but that's your real, is that your real name? No, that's a made-up name. <laughs> oh, it is made-up name. Okay. Okay. Other's name so, yeah. <laughs> Wendy DeKetch is I my love real that name. name. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this, this is how authors are, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. This is Kelly. Kelly. I go by KG Fletcher. That's my author name. Um, you can find me on Facebook at KG Fletcher Author, and my website is www.kgfletcherauthor.com. And if you go to my website, if you go to the cabaret tab, you can hear a little. I'm, go- I'm going to go there. <laughs> I have to write. I'm going to go there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. For your listening pleasure. Okay. And I'm also going to look at Capone. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk to Capone, too. <laughs> what can I say? That would be nice. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. And Susan? Susan. Yes. And my author name <laughs> is Susan V. Vaughn. And my website's www.susanvvaughn.com. And you can find my newest contemporary romance, Beyond Fate, which is available in print thanks to Inkspell Publishing. So I'm really excited. Woo-hoo! Yeah, you have the V in there. Right? There are other Yay! Susan Vaughn. Yes. There are a few no, of you v. out there. Yep. V like in Victor. <laughs> v. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you, Marsha. Oh, Thank you're welcome. You. And, and what about yeah. you, uh, who, wait, who, Melissa, Melissa? You didn't say. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa. You can, you can find me at melissakeer.com, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-K-E-I-R. And you can find these fabulous authors as well as many others on inkspellpublishing.com. Yes, and you're all out there very good because I've looked for all of you, you know, to see everything. And, you know, a lot of people are not out there as much as that. All of you are out there very good that you can find info on you. So that's a good thing. That's a good sign. Good sign. And I am uh, MarciaCasperCook.com, and I am a lot of places. Um, and But I use this name because that's where everybody knows. And um, 
then it's worldofinknetwork.com. And any questions ever, just ask me, call me, whatever, email me. And um, looking forward to some new shows. And um, so happy to meet everybody here. And thank you, Melissa, for bringing yes. the walkers on. And the best to everybody here. Thank Good you. Good night, everybody. Thank Good night. you. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.